Wine, spirits, and, and witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. Uh, we are here today with a special summer solstice episode for you guys. Yes, it's going to be a good one. So get your notebooks out, get your listening ears ready. And you can even hear the dogs panting into the microphone. The dogs have things to say about summer solstice too. So yeah, so they'll be part of this great program tonight. I mean, he kind of looks like a sun if you look at him, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Like, he if does. an Ewok and a ray of sunshine had a baby, it would be your dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's adorable. He really is a cutie pie. Right, Wolfman? Right, my Wolfman? Yeah, he's a cutie. Yes, he is. So, question of the night, Monica, what you drinking? I got some Miller here, girl. What about you? Dang. Guys. I'm drinking a 40 with my high priestess. Yep, we're on the same page. We're on the same page tonight with this beer. It's yep. tasty and it's refreshing. It is. It is. It's light. It's light. We're drinking 40s of uh, Miller High Life over here. Monica hooked it up tonight because she's a fucking G, so, you know, <laughs> we're doing it right. We're doing it right. Yep. It's been a long time since I've had a Miller, but you it's know good. what? It's good, right? It's not... It's, it's not, not bad. T- it's not. And I almost <laughs> feel embarrassed saying that. It's good. The beer snob in me is cringing. And I'm doing this on a recording for the whole world to hear me admit this. This goes down so good. <laughs> it goes down so easy, though. It's nice and easy going down. It really, it, you know what? You've spoiled me today. You, 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 had, you hooked it up with the 40. I said I was hungry. You, like, magically appear with cheese. <laughs> I mean, like, all, all the right things. It's just like, see, I don't think I'm really as difficult as people think I am. It's really easy. Give me beer and cheese. And you're fine. I'm fine. Maybe a puppy. I've got two adorable ones here. We're good. Yeah, I'm the difficult one. Let's face it. You are. And everyone's like, Monica's so sweet. And you are sweet. Not that you're not sweet, but you are difficult. I am difficult because I have, I'm set in my ways and I have my likes and my dislikes. And You have more dislikes than likes? I do. I do, that's for sure. Especially in the food area, the drink area, for sure. Um, But not in the people area. I usually give people... Yeah, you like way too many people. I like like everybody until I don't like them. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. That's fair. It's just funny because I think most of the people that you're around, like me and like the work husband and stuff like that, we're the, we hate everyone and like maybe <laughs> six people and you're the opposite. You love everyone and maybe dislike two. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a few people that I really, that get under my skin. Yeah. And I'm not going to mention any names. That's fine. Okay. Um, speaking of things getting under your skin and things that, that you hate just before we start, cause I just need to have a tangent about this. Um, so we're still in 2020 <sighs> in our crazy Jumanji year. So we've had, Kobe Bryant died, World War Three almost started, then we got COVID, uh, the whole shutdown of the planet, we have the impending recession starting, uh, all of the race, uh, racial riots. issues that are going on that have led to the civil rights movements, riots, all this crazy stuff, and then somewhere in there, there was a sprinkle of hearing about murder hornets, you remember that? Yes. Okay, well today in my front yard, I discovered a real fucking murder hornet, and uh. it wasn't the thing that they were talking about, it's called a tarantula hawk. Ugh. And maybe people here um, that are listening have heard of that. If you haven't, Google it. It's goddamn terrifying. Um, and it's this giant black wasp with these, like, orange wings, and it eats fucking tarantulas. That's horrible. And, like, lizards and stuff. It's crazy. And it, like, it's it's brutal, and it's gnarly, and it was in my front yard. Wow. And I was ready to just set the entire block on fire and start anew. 
Because if anyone knows me, you know how much I can't fucking stand bugs. So what did you do about it? I screamed for my husband. Did he take care of it? Yes, he, he did. killed it? Yes, he did. Good man. Mm-hmm. Good man. Yep. I didn't even scream. I didn't have my glasses on, so I didn't fully know what the fuck was happening. And I just wow. looked over and I was like, what is that thing over there? And I'm looking. He's like, oh, shit. Because he knew what it was. And oh. he just like, you know, so the, the panic set in later when I was Googling it, looking at the picture. So I was horrified. How big was it? It was like the size of a small child. <laughs> no, it was like legit, like probably like the size, like the size of my palm. Like it would have been, wow. like it was really big. Where did it come from? Where the hell did it come from? Well, apparently they're from um, Mexico and Arizona. But then I was, you know, I put it on Facebook. I'm like, who's seen these things? And apparently they're in the hills as well. And like, Caddy said one of her friends saw them in the Hollywood Hills and different places. So apparently they're around. Wow. But does that mean that I have trash things in my house? Because if that's fucking true, Monica, I will set the block on fire. Oh, wow. What's going to happen? Not. I would want to see what it is. I'm going to order a blowtorch on Amazon just in case. <laughs> oh, baby. Watch out. little pyro going on here. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Oh, Hail and welcome fire. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. You better dismiss that shit, too. Because you'll be in trouble. Is, Let me there, tell you. is there an element that we can use to dismiss fucking bugs? So we're moving in the summer. And the, so, okay. So, summer solstice. Summer is coming. We're about to hit, like, officially summertime, which means boob sweat and air conditioning and... Gin and tonics. Yes. And I. Gin and tonics work for me. It also means lots and lots of insects. Yes, it does mean a lot of bugs. So is there a thing that we can do to dismiss them? I don't know. We're going to have to find a goddess of bugs. <laughs> that's going to be your homework. Oh, my. Yeah, that's okay. All wow. you work that high priestess juju help get oh rid of these fucking bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. I have to really do my research, that's for sure. Uh-huh. So... Let's just move right in then into summer solstice. That's what we're here to talk about. Yes, indeed. So summer solstice comes on June 21st, around June 21st. Yes, and this year it's actually on the 20th. On the 20th to 21st, somewhere around there. And it's the longest day. Yep. And the shortest night. And um, it is the sun, the god is in power. He's at his peak right now. Mm -hmm. And after this, he's going to start to wane. So... um, we celebrate with many different ways. Yes, we do. Well, let's talk just real quick about just the idea of the sun god. Um, because I know that it can be a couple different gods depending on which, you know, tradition. Pantheon, yeah. yeah, which tradition. But the whole, it's still the archetype of the sun god. So we're talking about him being in his full power. So we're talking about success, that, that blast of solar energy that comes in. Uh, masculinity yes you know definitely all of those things when we think of like the energies that the god embodies for us all of those things are are shining high on this day protection for sure Mm -hmm. warrior energy yeah sexy time uh, I mean, it's not really a sexy time. Not like mating. No, it's yeah. not like belting, but it's it's still like, I think when I think of God, it's phallic things always seem to follow right behind, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so there's definitely things like that. Um, bonfires, bonfires. Bonfires are big, mm-hmm. are huge, yes. We will be setting one in my front yard if I see one of those motherfucking bugs <laughs> one more time. Yeah, I might be reading <laughs> about this house being on fire, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll be like, oh shit, shot us on another one of those creepy bugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely, so those are, that's kind of like the energy that's like kind of shining high. It's also the first day of summer. Yes, yes. Um, and I think that that's all 
it's it's really cool. I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, and because this one too, we have an, a solar eclipse that day. Yeah, so it's double, double, double it. But cra- how crazy! It's the solar eclipse, right? On summer solstice, on the twentieth. But yeah, on, well, on the day that the sun is at its peak, it's eclipse. Yeah, like isn't that kind of like interesting? Yeah. Like an oxymoron, I guess, kind of. Is that <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Yeah. So, but definitely the energy is going to be flying high, and I know that we're only putting this out like three days before summer solstice but for those early birds that are able to listen to this you know and keep cracking like just just even if you're not going to do like a crazy big ritual or anything like that just be mindful of your energy that day because there's gonna be so much going on we're gonna really be flying high yes yeah lots of energy for sure and we just went into a mercury retrograde to beat the band yes we did and we're still (sighs) in all you know what i've realized i think the last two summers as well um there's been a month in there, I think last year, I think it was July, that just had like a fuck ton of, of retrogrades yeah. in it. And so I just started calling it the summer of a thousand retrogrades. Yes. But I feel like that's just every summer. So this is just the summer of 2020 being a bitch. Right. Well, this whole year has been like a, like a clusterfuck, to be honest with you. Right. Yes, it has. So. But. Back to, to so summer solstice. Yes. Um, some of the other names for it are midsummer. Yes. And Litha. 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 Yes. Right. So um, whatever you want to say. Yeah. It also is um, St. John's Day. Oh. Okay. So you have something to share about that? No, I'm going to let you take the rain. I was just throwing okay. random words out there. Well, um, also the summer solstice is a great time to do some protection work. Okay. Um, oh, sorry about that. I almost knocked over the uh, microphone. microphone here. So, um, rue, one of my favorite ones, of course, my favorite herbs, is something that you can do. It is an herb of protection. And um, also, rowan is another one. And you can make a little charm. So, how you would do that in Italy, of course, I'm going to talk about the stragas here. In Italy, um, they were they made little amulets against the evil eye. So they would sew sprigs of rue into a small pack along with bits of bread, a pinch of salt, a couple of anise seeds using a red thread and saying the words, Herb of rue, let this charm protect my family from harm. I like that. So that was one of the Italian little You would ones sew it into like kind of like make like a little like a, like a little pouch. Okay. A little bag. Um in England, rue was believed to be a protection against the spells of the fairies. So, and the witches in France included them in their flying ointment. But it, it had to be accompanied by these words. By yarrow and rue and my red cap to high over to England. So that's what they used to say back in England. To protect from fairies or to get protection with fairies? So to protect from fairies because they're protect against the spells, against their spells. Their spells, spells and their mischievous Yes, stuff. yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, no, here we go. All right. My dog is having a flip out. Sorry. So that's some of the, um, that's, that's some of the protection things you can do. I think it's pretty simple, the one with the rue, though. That would work really well. I do like that your, one. If you get your hands um, on some rue. Um, woo. On some woo. woo. The beer is getting to me already. <laughs> She's had three sips, guys. She's lit. <laughs> and I'm lit already. Um, another thing that you can do is you can make a witch platter. And 
And I think everybody kind of knows how to do that, right? But in case we don't. Okay. So you're going to get three different cords of colors. Um, mostly, um, like, you know, you could use red, black, or white. That's a pretty traditional color. And you're going to braid together um, different yarns. But what you're going to use is feathers. So they want you to gather feathers. And, they, you know, feathers should be a little abundant now because uh, in May and stuff, birds have their little babies and they line their nest with feathers and they kind of fall out of the nest and stuff. So, um, so you're going to tie or braid together three different colors of, long, of yarn, three feet long. And the colors could depend on the magic you're doing. Uh, so if you want to do kind of success um, magic, you would do like maybe gold and yellow ribbon with some white in it, perhaps. Or protection magic, you would use red, black, and white. And so here's one little chant for the um, red, black, red, black, and white yarn. You would say... Yarn of red, black, and white work your magical spell this night. Does that sound familiar? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then take nine feathers, all different ones, all the same. And um, depending on the type of magic, one at a time, each weave in each feather into the cord with a knot saying, with this feather and this string, protect my home, I do. So you can do a protection for your home with it, too. Um, and then you would tie it in a circle and hang it over your doorway. I like it. So it sounds like it, it's something that you can pick up, um, you know, go hunting in your backyard, in the park, or even on the streets. You can find some little feathers and weave them into that witch's ladder as a protective thing. Unless you're Monica, in which case you can't find feathers, and you look up at the sky and you start yelling. Yes, I do. And I <laughs> and say... No birds fly here. No birds ever fly over this area because there's not a one fucking feather here. So where are the feathers? No birds fly here. So where are the feathers? Okay. There, that's what I said. It's I, true. She's got a script, guys. That's oh exactly God. what she does. It varying in, in tone and passion. Oh. When we were in Washington, she was really hoping to find some feathers. And, and I looked. Just, and she just like kind of walked around. Like at one point we were like, by, on this, like, cliff by the sea, <laughs> and she's fucking looking, and she's just yelling with her hands up there, staring at this guy, just walking down the path, just yelling, and then randomly trying to, like, fucking get, <laughs> trying to rip out rose bushes. <laughs> I wanted to take one home with me. It was so pretty. But I couldn't rip them out. They were too deep. And no one would help me get that friggin' rose bush out of the ground. We were all too busy cracking up. Oh, God. And I was so dead serious. I mean, and you know what? I did pluck a few berry bushes, but I don't know what happened to them. I had them in my bag, big little plastic bags, and I don't know what the hell happened to them. So, But you know what? Um, when we were coming back and entering California, they asked you if you have any fruit or plants. Yes, this is true. And I would have had to lie. And we did have fruit, but we lied. Yeah, we had an apple. We had an apple when we mm -hmm. lied. But, we did, because we're uh, fucking 40 drinking criminals. But, uh, you know, but my luck, if I had taken that rose bush or that berry bush, they would have caught it. Because that's the way my luck is. But, yeah. But for the blessings of everyone else that was around you, <laughs> for there was like a good solid golden five minutes of you yelling at the sky <laughs> and trying to yank out rose bushes. <laughs> Guys, I can't. Like, it was just... 
I don't even know how we go. Oh, because we're talking about feathers for the, the witch's attic. Yes. Veered off quickly. Um, I can't explain to you guys how awesome it was to watch. And, like, you know, like, the first, my first instinct while Monica's doing anything is to go assist her. <laughs> and I had to stop myself. I was like, no, no, I'm not helping with this. This is just, I'm just going to watch. I should have. I really should have. Yeah, I get really upset and disappointed when I go feather hunting and I don't find feathers. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, we're in a woodsy area. Everything up there is, like, trees and pine trees. And that's where owls and hawks roost. Yes. And there should be tons of feathers underneath those damn trees. Not one. I walked that property, which is a couple of acres. Not one fucking one. No, but you got your steps in, so there's that. No, no, and and then we walked the streets. Not (laughs) one. We walked the beach. Not one. (laughs) We walked the cemetery. Not one. You got to be friggin' kidding me. Come on. No friggin' birds fly over this area and drop a feather. Although, the, uh, our, our, our people that we stayed with, mm-hmm. Jordan found me a feather. This is true. It just appeared on the porch. Yep. Yep, it sure did. It was like and right there. I claimed there. it. Yeah. There you go. So, I, that was a, a gift, and I was thankful for that one. So Yeah, so she did get one. So, if you guys have luck like Monica, where you just don't find feathers, you can wander around on summer solstice screaming at the sky instead. <laughs> and instead of using feathers, try and use, like, plants that are sacred to the holiday. Right. Or now that you have a couple days at least to, to get the, the feathers going and stuff, like, you can maybe acquire some before then. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always... I mean, I walk the streets of North Hollywood at Burbank. There's always cut a little feather. Like, but I don't want those kind of feathers. I found a really big one in West Hollywood the other day. Yeah. It's like right there. Holy shit. Was walking, walking down down the street and it was just what like kind? right there. Um, a black one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was just like really funny because it was right when we had gotten home from, from Washington. I'm like, Monica wanders around the forest and doesn't find dick. Right. And then I go to WeHo and I find one. Yeah. Go figure. Right. I felt like that was the universe laughing at you. And you know what? I'm not quite sure what kind of feather this is that I got, but all I do know is uh, Washington is plentiful with eagles. Yeah. So. I don't know. But we don't know. Like, yeah, we don't know. I tried to look it up. I couldn't look. I couldn't pinpoint it. So. Hmm. Just in my collection. Interesting. 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 Yes. So. Well. That that is a really good one for summer solstice. Yes. Um, what is one of I just this is just me wondering what's one of your favorite aspects of summer solstice? Because honestly, I don't think I have one. Um, you know, I just like <coughs> like it because it's the start of summer, and you know, summer summer fun, summertime mm-hmm. beach fun, getting together barbecues. So it's kind of like the beginning of. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop you right there because what summer really is is just. High electricity bills and boob sweat. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, but it's good sweat, you know? Boob sweat, there's nothing good about it. No, you're right. (laughs) Boob sweat is is painful. Well, I I mean, you can go to the beach. Yes, that's nice. I mean, we usually do a beach night, but not on summer solstice. We usually do it later. Yeah, this is Um, true. But, um... I mean, it's a good time. A lot of traveling goes on, too. People go away. Yeah. So, here's something that you could do. And this spell is to um, protect the animals on the road that may you may see as you're driving along the road, like deer and, you know, some other animals that cross the path. Potential roadkill, right. potential future taxidermy. Right. So you can actually do this spell in your driveway because it's on your car. So you're going to take um, some olive oil, 
believe it or not. Of course. Of course, olive oil. <laughs> and you're going to um, soak some roux in it. Okay. And you're going to, like, kind of, like, wet the car down. Um, and as you wash that car with the hose, um, think of all the negativity being washed away. Mm-hmm. And you could say something like, I purify you with this water so that you will not be a weapon of harm. Meaning that, okay, meaning that, you know, we're protecting the car so it doesn't harm anybody. Um, so when you uh, get this soaked in there, you're going to take it and you're going to anoint the hood and you're going to just keep saying those words. And you can also say this, Lord Faunus, I ask your protection, God of the wild creatures, let not this car of mine be a weapon for destruction, as I will similarly be. So this will protect you as you're traveling so you don't hit any animals on the way. Okay, so you know the thing that I really love about that is that it's to protect the animals. Right, exactly. So I don't think I've ever heard of a spell like that. Usually it's to protect you from harm, protect you from getting pulled over, from all of these different things. So I think this is this is a really thoughtful one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you think it actually gets your car clean too? So it would just yeah, be yeah. like double like, hitter? Yeah, it's like almost like you're doing something mundane like washing your car, but you're actually putting a spell on the car. So, that. you know, you wash it down with the water and stuff and you cleanse it and then you take that olive oil and you anoint the car with it and say that chant and then you're ready to rock. I think that's amazing, especially for people that drive a lot or right. people that live in... You know, more rustic areas. Yeah. 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 Now, also, um, like Samhain, Midsummer's Eve was a time for divining the future, especially for those girls who wanted to figure out how that, who their marriage mate would be. So what you would do is you would gather the buds of house leek and name one bud for each eligible young man that okay. you're interested house in. House leek? House leek. It's like a leek is like an onion kind of. Oh, like a leek. Yeah, leek. Okay. And um, the bud that most opened on Midsummer's morning predicted the name of the future bridegroom. See, I wish I had known about all of this stuff when I was single so I could try (laughs) it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit up all my single girlfriends that we're going to, well, first I guess I should try and see where the fuck I can find the bud of a leek. Yeah, right. Before I get too excited about doing this. Because, I mean, it has to exist. And it's also traditional to burn um, some kind of wood um, or some kind of herbs for the for the midsummer fire. And some of the herbs that you could do are St. John's wort, rue, vervain, mistletoe, and lavender. Is it really a good idea to burn mistletoe, though? Well, I mean, I know it's poisonous, but would, would that yeah. mean that the smoke is harmful? I don't think so. If it's saying that we could burn it, I, don't, I guess not. I mean, I'm, you're not going to be out like putting your face over it and inhaling it. Yeah, don't don't huff the smoke and do do this outside. Do it outside. Yeah, do it in a sure. well ventilated area. Yeah. So um yeah, so if you wanted to throw those herbs into the midsummer fire, you can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Right. I like that. Definitely it's definitely a time for bonfires for sure. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um and I actually, I actually wrote a list of simple ritual activities that you could do. Okay. And then I figured we could get a little bit more in depth with some of them. The first one is bonfire. Right. Right. Yeah. It's def- is 
Is Midsummer one of the bonfire festivals? Well, yeah, we always do a bonfire when we do beach night, even though it's not Midsummer. But yeah, yeah, yeah fires for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, and it makes sense because it is for the sun god, so it really does have a lot of that solar energy right. going on. Make sun tea, I thought okay. would be a really good one. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. use it with magic. Exactly, exactly. Just because, like, you know what? You always hear about moon water. Everyone making moon water right. on the full moons. So it's like, what about sun water? Yeah, sun you know. Tea. Yeah, so sun tea is my version of sun water, especially on such a fantastic day. Right. I mean, you can do it on other days. I think doing it during any solar eclipse would be excellent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, especially on, on, um, I would think Yule and... and summer solstice would be the best days to do sun water. I know that it's probably impossible to make sun tea during Yule just because yeah, the sun isn't hot enough, but you can still charge water with it. Yeah, you can. Um, but definitely make sun tea, watch the sunrise or sunset, and make a wreath or a crown. I, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I know that, that flower crowns are definitely super in with fashion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um because of COVID, we haven't been able to have festivals, so, you know, yeah. our social media hasn't been flooded with pictures of girls and flower crowns, but that does right. not mean that people don't love them. Right. Um, the other thing, because, you know, it's me, so any excuse to take a bath, so you do a special, like, summer solstice bath. Okay. Um, and one really cool thing is because Stonehenge is a really big thing for summer solstice. They do a lot of rituals around Stonehenge. It's just such, a like, an intriguing place, you know? Right. Um, but this... Um, this year in 2020 for summer solstice. What day are they doing it? I would assume they're doing it on the 20th, but they're live streaming all day. I know. So that's something I don't know, like what website I hadn't looked that up, but I know that it's a thing. So it's definitely um, something to check out. Yeah. Check that out. So we should look that up. Yeah. So you'll be able to live stream and, and look at Stonehenge. So I think that's, really awesome yeah that's amazing that would be amazing to see i'm just picturing it all in my head of all the things i want to do and i'm just like so i'll take my summer solstice bath while having my computer i'm live streaming that yeah. and a little cauldron of a fire going like we're good we're yeah, good. very good all of the things all at once in my tiny ass bathroom <laughs> there you go that sounds like a plan um you could also do um one thing that i thought would also be kind of cool because we are talking about the sun and capturing that energy and celebrating the sun god is making a sun catcher you know, mm. one of the um, the dangly charms with, like, the, the multifaceted crystal that you put in the window that shines, like, the, the rays all over mm. the room. I thought that would be just, like, a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you could even, if you're really making one yourself, like, you were just talking about doing not magic and doing a witch's ladder. There's no reason why you couldn't tie the end of that with um, a sun catcher bead yeah, and dangle cool. that. And so you could have that be your summer solstice sun catcher and yeah. I would probably leave it up until Yule because that's when we have winter solstice. Right, exactly. And let's just say happy happy Yule to everyone on the other side of the right, equator. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes, because we have to remember that in the northern hemisphere, whatever's going on for our holidays, it's the opposite in the southern. Mm. So for instance, we just had Beltane in May. It was Samhain for them. Oh, wow. Right. So exactly. now they are moving into their winter Yule, solstice, yeah. which means their days are going to start to grow longer, just as with our summer solstice, the days grow shorter. Right, right. Which is kind of funny to me because it is summer, and so I just feel like the days drag on and on. The sun seems like it's out to like 9 o'clock almost. Yeah, it usually stays out pretty late. Like it's 8 o'clock and it's still bright outside, so, mm-hmm. which is cool. 
because in the winter at five o'clock it stopped. Yeah, and yeah. so I will say that about something that I do. Like, I feel more energized uh-huh, because uh-huh. when winter hits and the sun just starts setting you like just that, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get cozy in the house and drink hot chocolate and chocolate chip cookies. Listen, it doesn't take much to make me be lazy. Okay, <laughs> and the sun setting at like noon does not help. No, no, not at all. Uh-uh. So, um, the colors for. Uh, summer solstice are yellow and gold mm-hmm. you know you work in oranges you've been working reds um you gave some really great ideas for different colored cords or strings to use for for the witch's ladder right. but i think that maybe since we're do you'd be doing a summer solstice one it might be kind of cool to use summer solstice colors if you don't know what else to use right. that in this case might be kind of cool i would also think that it's a cool time for the fashionistas that are listening to color coordinate your wardrobe or your makeup with that oh you know that add colors of that yeah it's a fun and it's a simple way to do it where because you know especially with the holidays or with full moons like people want to get really extra and really crazy with it and if you can awesome but not everyone can some people don't have access to witch shops like that, don't have the cash flow to buy stuff, or they're still in the broom closet. So we have to get creative with our ways of celebrating and giving our nod to what's going on. So I think that's a really subtle and easy way to do it, even if it's just wearing some like really sassy red or orange lipstick, Mm -hmm. you know? So I thought that would be kind of fun. Herbs that um, correspond with this holiday are St. John's wort, calendula, chamomile, meadowsweet, lavender, rosemary, and thyme. Mm. Um, I'm a huge fan of basically all of those herbs, and I feel like I use them a lot. I was really excited about the calendula and chamomile because both of them are yellow flowers. They are. They're beautiful yellow Mm -hmm. flowers as well. And so they totally remind me of the sun, and Mm -hmm. I just adore the the smell of chamomile flowers mm-hmm. yeah. like it's a really wonderful very smell very healing a very healing if you drink it for for tummy upsets and stuff like that it's very healing mm-hmm. yeah and very calming yes very calming and i just you know what's funny is the chamomile essential oil is so expensive yes and i smelled it and it smells like shit yeah, because not all oils smell like the herb Flowers. that they're extracted yeah, from. I know. And a lot of times I really do like the smell of the oils. That was not one of them. My wallet is probably incredibly happy about that. Right. Um, but I do love the smell of chamomile flowers. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's a very subtle smell. So with that said, I wanted to talk about our summer solstice bath that I came up with. Okay. Because this is something that you could do maybe after the festivities of the day are, is done and the... You could do it in the in the middle of the day if you wanted to, or at the end of the night when you're trying to unwind. I personally, I, I love that, so it doesn't really matter. But there is something really nice, especially when no one's home and the house is quiet. Oh, yeah. You can take a bath in the middle of the day. It's just, I don't know, to me, a bath is like a nighttime activity, you know? Yeah, that's what I associate with it, too. Yeah, so there's been a couple times where I've done it in the middle of the day, and it's actually really cool. Wow. So I really like that. So what we're going to do is you're going to draw your bath a little bit hotter than you normally would. Um, and, you know, when we, when we I whenever I give any instructions for breath, I always tell everyone, like, run your bath a little bit hotter than you normally would. You're going to soak in your bath for at least 20 minutes or until it starts to cool down. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, usually, especially if you're doing, like, a cleansing bath or, so like, a bath for a certain purpose, you want to make sure that you scrub yourself head to toe and get that energy all on you. Right. Um, but for this bath, so you're going to draw your bath, and you can either add sun water that you made earlier in the day, or you can... T- um, earlier in the day, make chamomile sun tea. Just chamomile. Mm-hmm. Pop mm-hmm. pop a couple bags of chamomile tea in a jar. Call it. Let it cook for a couple hours. Call it a day. So you can put that in there, and you're gonna put in a little bit of salt. 
with sunflower petals and daisy petals. Oh, nice. Or even just full heads of daisies and just cut the stems off and just float and just soak up that solar energy. Yeah, yeah. that solar happy energy. Right. And so I was really excited about this bath, and I, I'm personally looking forward to taking it. Um, I know that we have a jam-packed day for summer solstice this year. I have a jam-packed day for it, so I'm really hoping that this is something that I'll be able to do. I hope so, too. But at the very least, I can at least make my, my sun tea and save it for the following day if I need to. Right. There you go. So when we talk about sun tea, I'm sure most people know what sun tea is. Yeah, I think so. But um, for those of you that, that may not be in the know, so sun tea, basically you get, a, you get a big old jar. Right. And you have to make sure it has a lid and you're going to go ahead and put whatever herbs or tea bags you want it, fill it up with water and you're going to leave it in the sun and just let the sun create that okay. tea for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have a couple little tips here on that. Okay. So this is a recipe for sun tea that I found um, from the Herbal Academy online. Okay. Um, they, they're like an online herbal school. I have a couple of friends that went there, but even if you haven't gone to the school, they do post things on Pinterest and they do have things on their website. And so you can get free recipes and like little lessons from them and stuff like that. And they were talking about sun tea and this was instructions from them, which, um, I chose because it had orange peel in it because oh, nice. oranges are, and the citrus is really great for a great correspondence for this holiday. Yes. So it's one cup of red, what? Hold on, let me talk. Okay, try it again. <laughs> red clover blossoms. Okay. One cup red raspberry leaf, half a cup hibiscus flowers, and half a cup dried orange peel. Oh, that sounds good. It sounds great. Let me preface this with hibiscus flowers are kind of strong. Oh. Okay, so don't try and dump any more than a half a cup in. And if you don't like the taste of hibiscus, try a quarter of a cup or maybe just take a little bit out of that half a cup. Yeah. Um, so you're going to mix the herbs and store them in an air in an airtight container to make the herbal scenty. Add half, half to a full cup of the blend into a one-quart mason jar. Pour water over the herbs and let sit in the sun all day. Strain and enjoy. Wow. And it says here that the tea will last two to three days if refrigerated. Oh, nice. Okay. But it sounds really yummy. So, I mean, yeah. it's only a quart. I don't think it'll last a day in my house. You know what another idea would be? How about some fresh lemonade? Oh, absolutely. Right? That's kind of like sun energy there. 100%. And you know what? I, 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 I'm weird. I like bitter things. I love lavender lemonade. Oh, yeah? Where mm-hmm. I've made it where I've boiled the lavender buds in, too. And it comes out this really pretty purple color, oh, wow. too. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Um, and it, according to my notes and what I found, lavender is one of the sacred plants for today. Yeah. Or for yeah, summer is. solstice. So lavender lemonade. Way to go. And also in your lemonade, you can add a little orange, too. Ooh, there you, you can go. Mix orange in with all those lemons. It just gives it a different, slightly different taste, and it's delicious. I like that. I'm going to have to try, try that. that. Yeah, it works really well. Earlier... Um, Couple couple months ago now, I don't know. Time is moving weirdly yeah, these I days. Know. Tell me, but that. sometime in the relatively nearest past, um, Courtney and I, um, Courtney from Sour and Sweets, yes. got we got together and we made struffoli, oh. and we experimented and we did half of it with lemon and half of it with orange. Oh, nice! Okay. And you know what? I really like the orange. It was good. Different yeah, yeah. flavor. Different flavor. Mm-hmm. You, add, you can add, add any flavor to that. You can add rum. You can add vanilla. You can add. Uh, on ace, you can add many different flavors to, to that recipe. Wow, and I just went so basic with it and thought I was being fancy as fuck with orange. <laughs> like, hold on, let me go get some rum. I'll be right back. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so definitely doing sun tea. Another really yummy drink that I feel is definitely a summer solstice drink too is mead. Oh yeah. Well, that's also for the winter as is well. It? Yeah, for for Yule. Okay. It's big around Yule as well. I think that's like honey wine. So yeah. Mm. The first time I had mead was at a summer solstice ritual. It was like a okay. a honey mead, and at the time I was I didn't even really like beer, and so I was like, it's oh, not beer, it's wine. I I didn't like beer or wine though. Oh, okay. Okay. There you and go. And so I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna. And like you know this what's funny? Yummy. Because I don't like wine, but I like mead. Mead is good, especially homemade mead. I got you on some Stella Rose, Stella Rose's stuff too that you liked. Yeah, but I think but that mead doesn't count because amazing. mead and Stella Rose both just taste like juice. Oh, I don't know. Mead is so good. I can do mead. It really is. That is good to know. We need to get some for the next show. Yeah, we do. Get Monica nice and lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For once, right? <laughs> It doesn't take much with you, woman. It doesn't. Look, I'm still on my first glass of beer, and I'm spinning over here. I'm like falling asleep. It's amazing. The first time we went on a trip together, we went to New Orleans, and we landed. We put all of our shit down. We went to a restaurant. She orders this big-ass hurricane. She took, like, three sips, and she's like, Shauna, I'm so drunk right now. And I was like, what? I'm a lightweight. I'm lightweight. <laughs> she was like, do you want to finish my drink? I'm like, I'm going to get wasted for so cheap yep. on this trip. Right. And I sure did, because I dutifully did my duty to you Remember by finishing those drinks that we had called the Mayflowers? Yes, the elderberry champagne. That was so elderberry liqueur. Champagne. You sure it was not liqueur? Pretty sure, because I actually just saw a picture of it. It popped up on my Facebook, like, mm. memories thing recently. Yeah, that was, it was a beautiful color, too. It was. it was. And it tasted, it had that strange taste to it. I liked it. It it had, like, this pale, like, transparent lavender color to it. And it yeah, did. It, it tasted, it tasted like elderberries. It was yes. really cool. It was really, really cool. So, longest day of the year. We already addressed that, so we just click that off my notes yes um stones because that is another really easy way to kind of give a simple observance to the holiday to the energy going on um where you can either go super crazy and like cleanse all your stones and roll around in them or if you need to be a little bit more in the witch closet and be subtle you can just kind of wear them as jewelry or keep them in your pocket um sunstone carnelian amber and red jasper so you're looking for things that have that sunny solar, solar energy yeah, yeah that and that kind of color so think yellow stones red stones orange stones right. it looks like gold mainly stones. with this yeah lots of gold and orange hues are kind of coming in here and so those are stones that you can use and when it comes to doing like like the summer solstice bath you can even put some carnelian on the bathtub or you know, whatever stone you have and kind of put it on the room of your bathtub and let that charge up. Uh-huh. Some people will put stones in their bathtub when they take a bath and I just can so see myself sitting on it and just <laughs> really hurting myself or it going down the drain. Yeah. So Yeah, you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. And there are those stones that melt in water, you gotta be careful. But I don't think any of those I don't think any of these well, I mean maybe amber would because the amber is just so. like petrified tree resin. Yeah, but it's pretty tough it's been around for many 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 years true true but you can burn it yeah and you know it rains on trees where it comes so it doesn't melt it there this is true so i don't think it's a melty i've seen pieces of amber that had bugs in them i know really cool cool? i love that those are the only kind of bugs i like you want to know why because they're they're fucking dead and they're (laughs) enclosed and they can't buzz near me yeah (laughs) i have a few pieces somewhere where they have bugs in them i have a piece of jewelry that has some amber with some bugs in it I love that ancient feel of amber and jet because it's mm-hmm. very old, that old feeling, you know, of centuries in that stone, you know? I, I really do love 
amber. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've, I've grown to love it, really. Yeah. Like, it seems like with each passing year, I have a bigger fascination with it. And I think it's really beautiful. I like jet, too. And jet just feels weird because it's I love wood, jet. right? It's, yeah, and but it's so light. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's it's if you look at the at the stone jet, it looks just like this black stone. It looks very similar to yeah. like onyx, but like maybe with like a dull hue. Right, but you can tell because it's light. Yeah, you pick it up and it's just it's so light. It's it's a very weird feeling. You wouldn't expect it to be that light, which does it. It is really an exciting stone because of that. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. I totally dig that. Um. Before I start throwing a bunch of recipes at everyone, I did mention watching sunrise or watching sunset. Right. Um, for those of you that can wake up to see sunrise, I applaud you. I will be in bed. I will too. <laughs> yes, um, I can. I can manage sunset. I think I'll. I'll I can swing that one. Okay. Um, and you know what might actually be cool is see if you can if we can figure out this whole Stonehenge thing, or if you guys listening, you guys want to watch the live stream of Stonehenge, see if you can watch. Watch the sunrise or sunset at Stonehenge. Yeah, that would be from amazing. the live stream. Yeah, and you know, um, I've heard that Stonehenge is like just like off this random road. You know, it's not in any specific like this magical place. I mean, it's a magical place, but it's just like off a road somewhere in the that middle of nowhere. Surprise me. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. That is really cool. Yeah. Well, you know, we were going to make Europe be our, our big trip this year, so that's not happening this year, but hopefully if, if the world stops ending and yes. we can get a handle on fires, yeah. maybe we can go next year. Yes. Sounds like a plan. That was my plan this year, but it's not happening. It's but okay. that's okay. That's There's what next... a reason for everything. Yep. That's what next year is for. It's it's totally fine. Yeah. So what we'll do with the sunrise and sunset is I do have a meditation that's really easy for you guys to do. Um, you can just pick one or both of these steps to do. It's totally up to you. Again, my lazy ass is going to be in bed at sunrise. <laughs> so I will not be partaking in this part. But, you know, you can start to watch the sunrise and you sit there and you relax. Try and just, like, let the stress of life kind of melt off your shoulders. Don't let it bother you for while you're in this moment. And watch the hues of the sky and the colors begin to change. Mm -hmm. And just take a minute to appreciate that. Because honestly, there is nothing like looking at the sky during a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah, it's amazing the colors that come out. It's really amazing. It's it's lovely. It's just truly, truly lovely. And as you start to see the sun start to rise and you see it peak up, as the sun dawns on a new day, think of what you set out to do. You know, because this is a day where we have a lot of that solar power that solar happiness and joy and success. And so it's definitely a time to channel all of that into your new endeavors and what you're trying to do. And at sunset, again, you you can go to the same place if you're going to do a double hitter and do both. But look at, again, look at the hues, look at the colors and kind of take that in for a moment and just kind of let yourself be in awe of that. And as the sun begins to set, giving us time to rest... Think of everything that you've accomplished Mm. because you've accomplished a million things that you don't give yourself the credit for accomplishing. So think of all of those things and practice a little bit of gratitude to allow things to kind of come full circle. Uh Uh-huh. Very nice. Yes. And with that said, I have two, two more recipes for you guys because it's not a pagan party without a feast, right? Absolutely. You got to celebrate. 
So the first one I'm getting from this book called The Magic of Food, Rituals, Offerings, and Why We Eat Together by Gleon Raven. And I have mentioned this book once before because I made the Hades and Persephone gin and tonics ah. out of this book. And this book was given to me by the Coven Sister. Okay. Hello, Coven Sister. Hello. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase this and I will try and take pictures and put it in our Facebook group and try and throw it up on our Instagram. Okay. Um. <clears throat> But it's called Summer Passion, a flummery of fresh fruit. Ooh. Can you say that four times fast? No, we'll even attempt it, okay? Okay. So I just want to say, like, because I read this because I start, I was purposely looking for, like, the holiday recipes here in this book. And it goes, Summer Passion, a flummery of fresh fruit. You might be asking, what on earth is a flummery? The simple answer is that a flummery is, is like a, a little pudding or stiffened smoothie. It's either sweet or savory, but which is not uncommon in the British in Brit, many British desserts. Mm-hmm. Flummeries are particularly popular in the British Isles in the 17th century, and this is what had me cracking up. It says that the first um, recorded use of the word flummery was in 1615 in a book by Gervais Markham, and the book was called The English Housewife, containing the inward and outward virtues which ought to be in a complete woman. Oh, wow. And I'm like, all right. Wow, which made me instantly be like, well, fuck this dessert. I'm not making this. And I was like, actually, you know what? I think I am going to try and make this. Okay. <clears throat> so it's really easy. You need a pound of fresh berries. And here the author suggests blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, and blueberries. Two cups of water and three tablespoons plus three tablespoons of water. Two tablespoons of butter, half a cup of sugar, two tablespoons of flour, one egg yolk, one teaspoon of lemon juice, and one egg white. Wow. So you're going to take um, the three tablespoons of water and the berries, and you're going to cook them over medium heat, stirring them until they start to give off a little bit of the juices and soften just a little bit. And then you're going to take them out of that saucepan and let them cool a little bit, and you're going to throw them in a blender for about 15 seconds to get everything nice and like jelly-ish. And then you're going to put those aside in the fridge and just let them chill. Then you're going to go ahead and you can do this in the same saucepan if you want. You're going to take the two cups of water and the butter in the saucepan and you're going to heat it until it's softened. But don't don't let anything boil but get it hot. Okay. Um, and then once the, the butter is melted and everything like that, remove it from the heat and mix in the sugar and the flour immediately and whisk it together. And you'll start to see it become kind of like a slurry, but make sure that you get all the flour real good so you don't have those weird little bits of it in there. And then you're going to put it back on the heat and you're going to whisk in the egg yolk and you're going to whisk it for like five minutes straight. Just like keep going and going. And whenever you guys are stirring something that consistently work some energy into that because that's that's magic right there in the making. So since this is for summer solstice, think about your success or you know take a minute to say thank you to the sun god or you know reflect but use that time because that's what this is for um now make sure that you don't let it boil even when you're doing that you can lift it up off of the flame or you can turn the the flame down after those five minutes are up remove the saucepan from the heat and then you're going to take the berries you're going to fold everything in together um until it's about this purpley red color and then you're going to take your egg white and you're going to whisk it for a few minutes until it starts to get those peaks and it gets all, you know, like foamy how egg whites yep, do. Yep. Um, and then you're going to take that and you're going to fold that into the berry mixture. And it says really specifically, be careful that you're folding it in 
Um, you might notice little trails of foamy egg white running through the mixture. That's totally fine. Um, so pour all this into a shallow baking dish and then pop it in your fridge for 12 to 24 hours. And then you have the drink. And then you have your flummery. Wow. And you can, that word. right? Amazing. And it's my new favorite word. I know. Yeah, now, <laughs> yes, you can definitely uh, use that word and people won't know what the hell you're talking I about. I know. I know. It's going gonna, gonna to sound um, idiotic or exotic. I don't know which one. I will accept both. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you can also, if you wanted to, you put like dollops of cream on top of this Ooh, too. But I think it sounded fun. And quite frankly, it doesn't really require a lot of ingredients. It takes a little bit of patience, but... When yeah, it comes to time, yeah, yeah. When it comes to to kitchen magic for me, like anytime that I see that something has to be like consistently stirred, I it definitely catches my interest as far as the magical thing goes. Because let's be real, it's kind of a pain in the ass to do that. It is, but you're putting all that energy to mm-hmm. shape shift and put that magical energy into it. Exactly, and exactly. It won't be a problem, you know. It exactly, won't be a drag. And so I think it's really it's really good that way, and it's it's a really easy way to kind of work all of that in. So I definitely wanted to share that. And again, this book I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's um, the Magic of Food by Guillaume Raven. Very nice. love it. Um, and I do have one other recipe. I just actually had this for the first time the other day, and I just thought it was a very summary recipe i thought it was really delicious and i wanted to share that with you guys as well okay and this came from my friend our friend kim from green magic delights okay um she made this delicious dish that she called calabacitas oh calabacitas i hope i'm saying that right i might be saying it wrong i don't know it was goddamn delicious oh wow um it was almost i it was it was i don't know what what i'm trying to compare it to but it was wonderful um we she had like a big barbecue I went over there and hung out with her and a couple other other of our friends, and my husband came and like, so you know she like knows that I'm a vegetarian, so she like hooked up with all sorts of delicious veggie stuff for me. Um, so you're gonna use two zucchinis, one yellow squash, one summer squash. In parentheses, she put light green so that we know which one that is. All diced up frozen lima beans, oregano, onion, and garlic. She says saute the onion and garlic, add the squash till barely soft, add the frozen lima beans. Then oregano, salt, and pepper. While stirring, say with this food, with this food I feed, none with me shall be in need. Ah. And I love that little chant, and it was so yummy. And then I'm looking at this recipe, I'm like, that's so easy. I think she put something else in it though, because there's some other flavor to it, but it could just be the love that was put into it, you know. I don't like lima beans. You don't like zucchini or any vegetables. I don't say I wouldn't eat this. No, no, because no, it has a vegetable in it. So we are not gonna <laughs> touch it. Um we, we will find vegetables that you like one well, day. Well, you brought me some edamame. Edamame. Edamame, and I ate the whole fucking thing. Thank you very much. Does that, is that like my I, real work of witchcraft? I got Monica well, to no, eat a I vegetable. I know, I like that stuff, but it's not good for you. It's you know? not really that good for you. Let's, let's yeah. get you on board with some, what about Brussels sprouts? Uh, hell no. What? Hell no. No Brussels sprouts, no artichokes, no hearts, no artichoke hearts. What's that other one, that long one? Asparagus. Hell no, I don't go there. <laughs> Homie, don't play those green games over there. No way. <laughs> now, broccoli, yes. Spinach, yes. Green beans, yes. No lima beans, no. Corn, yes. Corn doesn't count either. Um, Corn isn't yeah, good I for know. you. See? Uh, uh, potatoes, yes. No, those beets, don't count yes. either. Okay, see, you like beets. That's cool. I'll I like beets. It. I'll yeah. accept it. That's a good one. That's totally a Eggplant, good one. Eggplant, okay. Eggplant's okay. Zucchini bread. Yes. Doesn't count. Not <laughs> accepting that one. That one 
100% does not count. I don't know how we got back to me bragging on Monica about her vegetable consumption, but I regret nothing. <laughs> so I hope that you guys liked the different recipes that I came up with. I was really kind of excited at the idea of spell work with this. I think everyone's getting you know, a little antsy. We've been cooped up in our houses. Yeah. A lot of things are starting to open up. Um, and it's summer, which, you know, the sun's coming. It's energizing us. Like, you know, like we just said, the, the winter makes you lazy. It makes you just kind of want to go home and cuddle. This is where we're getting a little bit more, like we're stirring, we're waking up. So I right. wanted to find some like cool activities and stuff. Yeah. And there, you know, there's a few things that you can do with your, with your herbs and stones and just enjoy the day and Welcome the sun and, and think about your what you have accomplished, like she, like Shauna said, and think about the success that's coming to you in the future. And do a little bit of um, banishing if you need to. Wash that car, you know, mm-hmm. make, that, make that, find those feathers, make that uh, little witch's ladder and hang it for protection and have a wonderful summer solstice. Absolutely. And just remember, guys, if you don't find any feathers, you got to stick to the script. you got to throw your hands up in the air and shake them like an angry Italian woman <laughs> and go, what? No birds fucking fly here? Yeah. And I, I'd say, come on, Griffin, because Griffin is the keeper of the of the feathers. I do a little chant to Griffin. Come on, send me some feathers, please. You know, that's not exactly, but I kind of ask him. And then I get mad at him when he doesn't send me feathers, too. Next time she does that or, you know, starts trying to rip out random rose bushes, guys, I will try my <laughs> hardest to get my shit together and get a video for you guys. Yeah, because you got to catch that one. Yeah. That, that was that was pretty epic. I don't know if that's ever going to be able to be recreated, but we will find out. Um, I feel like we haven't done a shout out in a while. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like it. So who's your shout out to? My shout out is to my Wicca 101 class because they did such a good job and um, the test that they took... Everybody cast so far, and I was really excited about that. That means that they absorbed the information I was giving them. So here's to you guys. And some of the people that are in my class didn't know I had a podcast. So now that you know, you're going to hear that I shouted out to you. So All right. There you go. That's really exciting because I feel like a lot of people don't do well on their first week of 101 yeah, I test. failed one. Did you? I did. Dang. <laughs> I know, I did, but it was very hard. That test was really hard. But, um, you know, we had to do math. That's why I failed it. What? Yeah, there was math. Why? Because uh, he had us figuring out the uh, planetary hours with math and this times this and this and add this and I said, That's legit. That's yeah. legit. That sounds a little bit hard for a week of 101, but that's pretty mm. legit. Yeah, we covered a lot, a lot of different things that I do not cover. Like astrology in there and stuff like that, and yeah, so That's I did really not, cool. I didn't touch upon that, but yeah, I never got the results back from my week of one one test. No, no, the teacher like collected it, and that was that it. was it. That was it. No, I, I corrected it. I I gave them the test. I had them take a picture of it and send it to my email right away, so there was no looking up or anything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, That's true. Yep, and so and uh, they were warned so. Um, a lot of them studied really hard. So that's, that's good. Brooke, Brooke got 100%. Of course she did, because she's course. the shit. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and I'm so happy, because that means she's really absorbing everything in, in cousin time as well. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Props to you, girlfriend, to the other cousin sister. So what is, who's your shout-out to? My shout-out is to my friend, Santi. Um, okay. She, I actually got to hang out with her when I went to go see Kim the other day. We had a barbecue, we hung out, um, and we just, like, talked about witchy stuff and it was just really nice and she has um 
like this CBD brand that she makes called Mama Santi's House, and oh. she's really cool, and she helps make it for my my dog and my cat as well. Good because my cat is really weird and likes to rip his hair out for oh, some unknown reason, but the CBD helps. But she's just super awesome, and I know her son too, and he's really amazing. I love both of them, and they are just really wonderful people, and I love them. So shout out to Santi and shout out to Soren too. You guys rock, and. Everyone, like, it's been, a, it's been a rough year, but we've all been making it through it. People have been diving deeper into their their spiritual roots. They're starting to discover so much more. And so that is one bright side that I did kind of want to talk about with this because with all of my friends that I've been talking to lately, I feel like everyone's kind of on this really interesting path of discovery of finding out who their patrons are or learning this new thing. Like, they're really diving into that witchdom right now. And I feel like at least, at least we got that, you know, at least something cool yes. is coming out of this. That's true. We got you know more time to study to read some books, do some magic, work it, people, work it, work it. So 